chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Loose Lug Nuts, the NASCAR podcast by the average fan. For the average fan, I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside, as always, my partner, Thomas Dick. And Thomas, it was a fun weekend in Bristol. Got a little delayed due to some rain, uh, but we had two pretty exciting races, and I think we were both pretty happy with how the product turned out. Uh, Didn't know what to expect, really, with all the dirt at Bristol, but I thought it was pretty entertaining. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, the, the we're still feeling the hangover from all the fun. Um, it was uh, it was good. And, uh, you know, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about it later. They're going to do it again next year, so that should be fun. So that's hopefully the, it gets the kinks out and make me maybe make a couple adjustments. But let's get started with the truck race. It was one that... Uh, Martin Truex dominated pretty much the whole race. In stage one, Sheldon Creed uh, dominated until the final lap, and then that's when Truex took over the lead, and then he just went, you know, got away from everybody and can kind of controlled the race from there on out. Yeah, it. Uh, you could almost couldn't tell that he had not driven on dirt in a long, 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 long time. Um, you know, they, they said it wasn't going to be like an Eldora dirt race. It was going to be different. Um, I think Kyle Larson had said that and you could see because some of the the people that were favored just really never got anything going and then second stage and the the second stage kind of just was a microcosm of the entire uh, truck race just a lot of yellow flags and it kind of slowed down a little bit I think I saw where the uh, average mile per hour for Truex was 41 miles an hour just from how many stop and starts they had to do um but a lot of yellows, but again, Truex and Ben Rhodes just dominant. Yeah, and it's funny. There was a lot of yellows, uh, but the one time they didn't throw a yellow, there was a car going about 20 miles an hour for almost an entire lap. And uh, Kyle Larson didn't see him, and he, he was one of the favorites in the truck race. And uh, he... Uh, Noah Greg send him uh, <laughs> right in the back end. So it was a weird time for all the yellows you were throwing to not have one come out. And then uh, someone that we wanted to give a shout out to was Haley Deegan. She was running with Harvick and Bubba Wallace uh, much of the race and we pretty good experience for her. Yeah. Um, and she was competing with them there in the middle and then the, towards the tail end, they pulled away a little bit, but she didn't finish too far behind them. And that, that's some good talent to be running with. Yeah, she uh, ended up finishing 19th uh, in the race. But uh, this is one that I like that you picked up. Michael Waltrip. We talked about it in the last episode. <laughs> Kevin Harvick actually eat Hunt Brothers pizza? We can't confirm Michael Waltrip does eat Hunt Brothers pizza. Yeah, it was such a uh, such a weird moment. Out of the blue, he, he was talking about how excited he was for the cup race later. He's like, I'm going to give me some... Uh, I think he said Bush beer, but I know for sure he said Hans Brother pizza um, and go watch the, the cup race in the stands. So I don't think there's yeah. anything more NASCAR than Bush and Hunt Brothers. So, yeah, I guess I will give it a try. You know, I just had some uh, soft pretzels the last couple of days from a quick trip. So, you know, I guess why not pizza from uh, Hunt Brothers at a, at a gas station? Another guy uh, you wanted to bring up was uh, Chandler Smith in the number 18 car. 
Yeah, <laughs> he was uh, he was plucked more times than the Rosa Tralee. Um, <laughs> so I've been told. Yes, <laughs> um, just every time he was on camera, he was spinning out, and then I my unofficial total was four thousand or wait forty two thousand uh, sixty nine times. That's four two zero six nine four twenty sixty nine times. Um, He's a highly touted rookie, and he's struggled to gain traction this year, uh, no pun intended. Um, so they're going to have to get uh, things going here. We'll probably talk about that next week when we do our, our regular season quarter uh, report. So, yeah, just I, – I joked about the 420, 69 times. I saw at least four times he had spun. Not great. Not good. Not good, Bob. <laughs> Two other guys that we wanted to bring up who needed the uh, good run, and they did, uh, was Raphael Lassard and Todd Gilliland. They got a third and fourth place finish uh, to kind of round out. And as you mentioned, we're a quarter of the way, at least through the Cub Series, but those guys need a good run, and they got it. Yep. And like you said, uh, Truex dominated uh, from the end of stage one to finish. Uh, Martin Truex, not Ryan. So Martin Truex got the victory in the truck race. Ben Rhodes finished second. Rafael Lassard, Todd Gilliland, third and fourth. Chase Briscoe, fifth. Grant Enfinger, sixth. Zane Smith, seventh. Parker Klingerman, uh, eighth. Austin Hill, ninth. And Austin Wayne Self in tenth. Bubba getting that 11th place finish. And then also another guy, Stuart Friesen, finished 12th. He was the guy that was running in the top 10 for the first two stages, but ends up with a uh, 12th place finish did a lot better in the truck race than he did in the uh, cup race uh, oh and very i mean very sad that uh, jessica was not able to qualify um they called off qualifying um they're going to try that again at knoxville uh speedway in iowa so uh, i'll bring it back up then all right so let's go to the uh cup race which is just a couple hours after the truck race finished and uh, one thing you've brought up Everyone has Arca braids on the dirt. <laughs> they do. Um, just, I, 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 we didn't even bring it up in, in the truck race. We probably should have. There was the one guy who, uh, I think it was Nemechek. Uh, he had spun out and 19 cars had passed him under the yellow flag and the 20th car <laughs> hit him uh, cause, uh, because of Arca brakes. So, uh yeah, and it came out in the cup time a couple times, too. I think El Marola was a victim of someone with ARCA breaks. And we'll bring him up. His tough luck continues, and his playoff task. Uh, getting in the playoffs is going to be a huge task at this point. I mean, it might be too early to say, but he. I think he needs a win at this point, uh, yeah. or two, or three. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you brought it up. Eric Amarola had a tough break. Um, got into it and he's one that he just hasn't had good luck at all to start the year through these first seven races and, and it seemed like he had a breakout last year and you're like he's going to be a playoff guy quite a bit for the the near future and maybe the near future starts next year but uh yeah he is he is on the struggle bus and i think it's kind of Stuart haas in general i mean they had three guys get banged up in the first 50 laps on Monday and then just overall in general they haven't been impressive we haven't seen Harvick win yet he's struggled a little bit in some races and I think they've just gotten off to a 
you know, not a great start. I'm sure they would say the same things, but they've really, really struggled. Yeah, and it might, like we said before, it might go back to uh, maybe Tony who's, you know, puppy love. Maybe he's got to get back in the garage and crack some skulls. And then uh, on lap 53 of the race, our two picks get into it in your long shot. Uh, get taken out and uh, you had Christopher Bell and your long shot was Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I had Kyle Larson to win the race and Bell and Larson got into it. They were in the uh, top five and just got a little tangled up. Yeah. And uh, long, uh, uh, spoiler alert though, my long shot, uh, he finished pretty good, a lot better than your long shot. So. Yeah. Not great. So I guess I won this week. So, and then uh, another one, Chris Busher with the Swifter outside of the window, cleaning up the uh, windshield. Yeah, I looked for video of that. Did you see video? Because I heard him comment that like three different people had mentioned it. So, yeah, I, you well, know, I know they were using them in the pits. See, I don't know if that was an athletic move or if like if he if he's that athletic or if they had a special contraption that allowed him to do it. But yeah, good for them, man. Uh, thinking outside the box over there at Roush Fenway. Yeah. All right, so before we break down the stages, Joey Logano pulled away with the victory. Your long shot, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. finished second. Denny Hamlin finished third. And the guy that we both like, Daniel Suarez, finished fourth. Ryan Newman with a top five finish, uh, finishing fifth. William Byron sixth. Tyler Reddick seventh. Ryan Blaney eighth. Eric Jones ninth. And Chase Elliott tenth. But in that first stage, it was it looked like Martin Truex was just going to run away with it. He dominated again, but then uh, Suarez able to get some points and a good showing for uh, Bubba Wallace, Ryan Newman, Ricky Stenhouse, and Chris Buescher. Yeah, all I mean, all those guys you mentioned are guys that are uh, sitting outside the the top sixteen. So the more the more uh, playoff points you can get. The better. I guess those aren't called playoff points. Those are just called whatever the fuck points. More whatever those points you get. Just normal um, race points. Yeah, normal race points. The most stage points. Sorry, yeah. it was so much easier than what I actually said. But yeah, the, the more stage points you get, the, the better. Um, and they racked them up then, and then uh, spoiler alert, they racked them up again uh, the next stage. So uh, good to see those four cars getting going, and uh, you know, get back in the fray. Yeah, so uh, Martrex won stage one, and then stage two, uh, Joey Logano was able to win, and it was pretty crazy watching it on TV because they, they would show the uh, cameras inside the car, and you couldn't see anything, and I don't think the drivers could really see anything either. Yeah, that, that's the actual <laughs> note I wrote down for stage two is nobody could see in the middle of the race, and uh, they had someone on the uh, – they went to a couple people – their radio and they're basically said i can't f and see bleep bleep i'm gonna bleep out what they said rather than what i just said a little bit ago but yeah it was uh it just you know it was one of the negatives that they're gonna have to fix and we'll talk about that later but yeah i mean the, the racing was good when they could see each other so then in the end of stage three no double file restart at the end uh, i think we both agree on it's kind of sort of made it sucky at the end yeah, I mean, because I, there were a couple cars that I thought uh, could make a push at the end, but if you're starting actual fourth rather than second row, I mean, yeah. you only got a mile to freaking pass somebody. So yeah, I don't, I know why they did it in stage two, because no one could see and they were like, we want these 
crashes to end, but at stage three, or at least maybe last 10 laps, maybe last five laps. I mean, you're taking the excitement out of the, the race at that point. Like, yeah. Hey, you're, you're first, you win is basically what it came down to. Yeah. And then your guy, uh, Martin Truex Jr. Dropping like an anchor on the last lap. What was yeah. <laughs> I, what, I don't have the point standings in front of me. I'm in the middle of, uh, well, he finished, he finished 19th. I mean, he, he was fourth and he was one of the ones I thought was, uh, could have made a push if he was starting on the second row instead of starting like fourth in a single file. Um, yeah, I'd never read what happened. Like I've had so much stuff going on the last couple of days. Like I have this mounting headache. Um, just, you know, I wanted to be here for the people. So we're putting on a show, but, uh, yeah, did you read what happened to him? I'm guessing a cut tire, or yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen maybe it. the flux capacitor blew out. But uh, yeah, I mean, he he's not in dire need of. We figured out they're called like points at the end of the race. They're just called points, um, so he's not in dire need. But yeah, it would have been nice for him to 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 push the guys at the end to make an exciting finish. Well, and the good news for him is he's got that win from Phoenix, so. Uh, hopefully he'll be in the playoffs, but I mean, if we keep getting our seven different winners, it's going to make for an interesting, uh, uh, run to the playoffs, but we'll get into that next week when we do our quarter review, but Joey Logano mentioned another winner, him and Ryan Blaney after watching the first race in the, uh, booth back-to-back weeks, the uh, <laughs> commentator able to get the win. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think there is something to that though, that they're able to, I mean, we could just be idiots, but I think there is something to see. Yeah, I mean, I you you get a different view up there than from just watching it on TV, definitely. So, yeah, I would be pushing people down, trying to trying to get the. Although you know who it didn't work for, Daniel Suarez. Uh, yeah, with him, but I was gonna say Eric Amarola. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it. it uh, but this is where you get to put in the uh, Adam Sandler clip so i'm going to be silent for 10 seconds so you can put in the tool booth willie i'm coming out of the booth uh clip so i'm coming out of the booth <laughs> and then now we're on silent but uh yeah and uh like we said before it was a great like huge points day for stenhouse suarez and newman bubba wallace what a terrible oh, i thought he was gonna get a top 10 finish yeah, I mean, he missed out on a 40-plus point day. I think he ended up with 18 points because uh, Stenhouse, uh, I wouldn't say wrecked him. I think he wrecked him. For some reason, what's his nuts? Old Clint Boyer said he didn't think he did, or he said it was just racing, which I don't know. I think just racing is sometimes it's code for he wrecked him <laughs> if you listen read between the lines. So, yeah, they – I mean – they're on the outside. I know they have high expectations in their first year over there at uh, 2311, or is it 23XI? I've never said it's it 23 out 23XI, but it's 2311. You say 2311 or you say 23XI? 2311. Okay. Add 20. But it's written out 23XI. Like the words? No, it's just 23 and then <laughs> okay. like the Roman numeral. Oh, okay. But you say yeah, 2311. I, they, I mean, I know they had high expectations. I know it's pretty early, but yeah, that would have been a great points grab for them. And they, 
they missed out because of that little incident. So the the big news that came out during the race was that we're going to be back at Bristol Dirt next week or next year uh, for the spring. But there that, are going to need some kinks that need to be worked out. That was written with seven exclamation points, and you read it with one, maybe zero. Do you want me to try it again? Yeah. All right. I am so excited that dirt racing is going to be back at Bristol next year. Perfect. Yeah, they need to work out some kinks, <laughs> like the one we said is being able to see. Um, and, I mean, that all have to do with the – They'll have to figure out a, maybe a better track compound, uh, like uh, makeup of clay and dirt and whatnot. I don't know the science behind that. And then, yeah, the cars were overheating, it seemed, early on. Um, so they'll have to definitely work on that. I, who, was it Harvick? Uh, did Harvick leave? Or, someone pitted early I'm because of the overheating. I forget if it was Kyle Busch, maybe. But they they came in and pitted like right before the the, the competition because they were overheating. So uh, I want to say it was Kyle Busch. And uh, if there's a way to uh, keep all the cars in it, it it'd be best. Yeah, and the it one was, thing the one thing that we kind of mentioned too is that it, it it sucked that qualifying was washed out. And as we mentioned earlier, Jessica Friesen wasn't able to be in there, but that was supposed to be one of the bonuses of this race. Yeah, I mean that was almost like an extra day of racing having the. Uh, the trucks and the and the uh, cup cars each having like four 15 lap races that was like a bonus action that we missed out on but i think it's still really cool to see uh the dirt racing and you wanted to talk about this where we could see maybe a dedicated dirt track uh in the cup series that we've kind of see in the uh truck race or in the yeah i mean we definitely need to get some inroads like I'm going to look online, maybe Google. I can find some phone numbers at NASCAR. Because uh, the more I think about it, it's an absolute waste of resources to put dirt in and take dirt out. And then they're going to do it in again next year. Put dirt in, take dirt out. Like fans down south have been, oh, we got to get back to North Wilkesboro. We got to get back to North Wilkesboro. Well, then let's turn North Wilkesboro into a dirt track. And I don't know, it may be a different uh, group of people that live around that track than live around Nashville Fairgrounds. Maybe they're pro noise, you know, pro fun noise, you know, not pro like weed whacker guy outside your window at the apartment at 6 a.m. noise. <laughs> you know, that's bad noise. Yeah. You know, having fun at night, uh, racing cars noise. Maybe they're pro that. So I don't know. I like the dirt festival like get you sack out there get uh hell get any kind of world of outlaws get them all out there for like two weeks and you know how they have speed week in daytona have dirt week in north wilkesboro or like i said before nashville fairgrounds but the noise yeah so i will wrap up our talk oh no you missed. no thomas let me host that will wrap up our tra our dirt Bristol uh, dirt weekend. Now we're going to get into the news around NASCAR. No, but you missed the last bullet point. Oh, you want traction compound at the top? 
How funny is that? Because uh, like they kept trying to race up top and they couldn't stick. And I think yeah. maybe traction compound. Yeah. And then they kept talking about clean air too at, at the top. I'm like, clean air. The car's covered in dirt. <laughs> there ain't nothing clean here. I will say before we do move on to news of the week, I did think it was pretty uh, badass when they did, showed the overhead uh, camera from the blimp and all you just saw was just a cloud of dirt that hovered over the Bristol track. I thought that was pretty badass. Although I imagine if there's people from the 1920s still alive, they probably had Dust Bowl um, yeah. flashbacks. So, so hopefully sad. they weren't watching. Yeah, sad. Yeah. All right, so let's get into uh, news around NASCAR. Uh, they did test some rain tires at Martinsville yesterday, and uh, Chris Busher and Kyle Larson were the ones that tested them out, and they said it was, quote, positive and promising. So... Hopefully we can see some rain tires and we don't have to get delayed. And yeah, I mean, I've watched pretty much every documentary uh, they have in the can at FS uh, at Fox and NBC regarding uh, NASCAR. So if I never have to watch any of those documentaries again and can watch racing on the actual day it's scheduled, that's a bonus to me. And it's just weird because I'm also a big golf guy and they do a really good job of scheduling where they don't get rained out. So I always find it weird that uh, it seems like NASCAR always gets some sort of weather delay like way too often. And then Fox is screwed because they need to show their animation domination on Sunday nights. But instead, they have to show this race. Yeah. I mean, Bob's Burgers, uh, NASCAR, tough call. Yeah. And then uh, some sad news uh, with the Wood Brothers. Uh, Bernice Wood passes away. Very sad. Yes, uh, married to Glenn for 68 years. She was the glue that held the uh, the team together. So that is sad news. We we here love the Wood Brothers. And so this is rest in peace, Bernice. So then for Martinsville, what's your confidence meter going to be that, you know, Sadly, Bernice passed away, but then they can get 100 in her honor. It would be nice, and I'm going to put it at 10.0 because I want to see it done. <laughs> All right, and then the last thing I had was uh, Chase Elliott released his paint scheme for the throwback, uh, the Darlington race, and it is the Hooters paint scheme, and it is hashtag sexy AF. Yeah, he's going He's going old school uh, at, uh, Alan Colwicky. Um Pretty sharp. You claimed it for that race, but that's all right because I claim the the night owl for any time he uses it. So, <laughs> you know, even Steven. So if you haven't seen it, it's white. Uh, got the uh, orange uh, lettering for the Hooters, and then got a little light blue touch to it. Again, hashtag sexy AF. Thomas, any other news that you would like to break? No, I think that that's about it. We got to save some stuff for our quarter report next uh, Monday. Uh, yep. So there's no no race this weekend due to Easter. Oh, here's a trivia question: Who is the last time NASCAR raced on Easter? Who won the race? Um, can you give me a year or no? I don't know. Let me see if I can Google it. Uh, I remember listening to it on. Uh, uh, NASCAR Sirius XM. I mean, guessing without a year, I'll just say Cal Yarbrough, but if you give me a year, I might be able to narrow it down. Um, 1989. Oh, shit. It was at Richmond Raceway. 1989. 
I'm gonna go Ricky Rudd. Close, Rusty Wallace. Oh, Rusty Wallace. That's oh, Kenny's brother. That's Kenny's, that's Kenny's brother. <laughs> and then before that, so 1989 was the last time they raced on Easter. And before that, it was 1970. So not very common uh, ever that. Uh, well, they, I mean, they usually don't race on uh, Easter. And they used to never race on Mother's well, Day, which I think they're doing this year. So it's like they don't. Someone at NASCAR who now hates their mom. But. Uh, yeah, and uh, we're gonna take some points away from Kenny Wallace because he—I uh, found out he's a Cardinals fan. Wow, sad. Sad. Not like our beloved Padres. No. So, all right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode of Loose Lug Nuts. Again, no race this weekend, but we will be back next week to break down some more news. We'll give our quarter racing report, and then we will preview all three races that are happening at Martinsville uh, next weekend. So that will do it for Thomas Dick. I'm Evan Roberts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Loose Lug Notes Pod or on Instagram at Loose Lug Notes Podcast. And tell your friends to download, subscribe, review. We need to get our listeners up, but we appreciate everybody that listens. We will see you next week. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Feel that racing fever started burning in my brain. Started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strillin Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. Now some may say that Lady Luck has given me the brakes. I must admit she smiled a bit, but it's me that runs the race. Now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance. I'll do the best I can for those who've given me.